Welcome to Ochenta Stories, recorded in bedrooms, living rooms, closets, and balconies in quarantine around the world. Artists, writers, creators, podcasters, and more answer the question, what do you want to hear when this pandemic is over? I'm your host this week, Luis Lopez. This week, we travel to Colombia by way of Ecuador with a story about the unique feeling of being far away from your family in a place that originally brought hope and excitement, but hasn't quite become home yet. The story, originally produced in Spanish, has been translated into English, and you can hear that version later on in the episode. And now, without further ado, Yearning for the Vaccine by Carolina Losa León. attention to South America, specifically Ecuador, where in one city there are body bags literally in the streets. In the city of Guayaquil, officials have been struggling to keep up with the surging number of deaths. Desde el inicio de la pandemia, pasé sola. Pasé por todas las frases, desde el miedo de salir hasta hornear y probar nuevas recetas, llamadas de Zoom y fiestas virtuales. En todas esas fases, la esperanza de una vacuna me mantuvo a flote. El inicio de la vacunación me mantuvo con esperanza. Pero Ecuador tenía pocas vacunas y estaba perdiéndola. Hablé con un doctor en abril de 2020, quien me dijo que tomaría 10 años vacunar a toda la población si el gobierno ecuatoriano mantenía el ritmo que tenía en ese momento. Yo estaba devastada pero la esperanza volvió con una oferta laboral que me llevaría a hacer periodismo en Bogotá, Colombia. El trabajo no fue lo que esperaba. Tenía mucha presión y estaba luchando con el nuevo trabajo. Todo esto durante una nueva ola de contagios de COVID en Bogotá, mi nuevo hogar. Estaba encerrada en casa, pero pese a que solo iba al trabajo, se detectaron casos de COVID entre colegas. Todos estábamos cazando una vacuna después de nuestros turnos. Muchos estaban en una carrera contra el tiempo, buscando una vacuna Janssen para poder ir rápido de visita a su casa. Otros buscaban cualquier vacuna que les permitiera entrar a la Unión Europea sin mayores problemas. Hasta que un viernes... Carolina, no me han dicho que están vacunando con Moderna, ¿eh? O sea, yo creo que es que realmente las Janssen se han acabado. Igual en algún sitio encuentras alguna, pero no tiene pinta. Yo estaba emocionada. Fui al lugar donde estuvo mi colega y esperé por más de cuatro horas. Tenía emociones fuertes. Era julio de 2020 y la espera se había acabado. Tenía ilusión frente a la posibilidad de ir a Glasgow para cubrir la COP26. Y sobre todo, abrazar a mis padres sin miedo y visitarlos en Ecuador en los próximos meses. Unas semanas después, me despidieron del trabajo. Y mi vida nuevamente dio un giro. Entonces... 
esperaría por la segunda dosis de Moderna en agosto. Incluso planifiqué vacunarme con un amigo que tenía la misma fecha que yo para la segunda dosis. Después, iría a un concierto en septiembre. Y después volaría a Ecuador. Dosis de Sinovac. Sin embargo, miren el panorama en este momento en los puntos de vacunación. Poco flujo de ciudadanos y una de las razones es el faltante, la escasez de estos biológicos. Y, y además tampoco no hay vacunas, ¿no? No, al parecer no hay vacunas. Entonces, pues nada, te cuento eso, parce, lo siento mucho. Yo no, pues no tenía ni idea, hasta, hasta ahorita me acabo de enterar. Genial. Estaba tan frustrada con lo incompetente de nuestros líderes y cómo la vacunación había sido un desastre en Latinoamérica. Apenas dejé Ecuador en mayo de este año, la vacunación se aceleró. De todas las vacunas, tuve que vacunarme con el lote de Moderna con la segunda dosis que no llegó a Colombia. Solo quería levantarme en la casa de mi abuelita en Quito e ir a la playa con mis padres. La frustración de nacer o residir en un lugar sin garantías mientras otros países vacunaban a toda su población estaba latente en mí. Nada estaba bajo control en mi vida. Tenía que esperar porque además no había vacunas modernas en Ecuador. Tenía que quedarme en Colombia y esperar. Las segundas dosis empezaron a llegar en octubre. Para ese entonces, estaba contenta con el despido. Había sido una bendición disfrazada con otros proyectos periodísticos que surgieron. Fui al concierto que tenía planeado mientras cazaba esa segunda dosis en la carrera contra el tiempo. Hace unos días recibí una llamada. Hola señorita Carolina, la estamos llamando para ver si ya agendó su segunda dosis de Moderna. Yearning for the Vaccine by Carolina Losa León, in English. We turn our attention to South America, specifically Ecuador, where in one city there are body bags literally in the streets. In the city of Guayaquil, officials have been struggling to keep up with the surging number of deaths. Since the pandemic, I have been on my own. I had gone through all the phases, from fear to go out, to baking and trying new recipes, to Zoom calls and Zoom parties. Through all of that, the hope of a vaccine had kept me going. The vaccine rollout kept me going, but Ecuador had very few doses, and I was slowly losing hope. I spoke to a doctor in April 2020 who told me that it would take 10 years to have the entire population vaccinated at the rate the Ecuadorian government was going. I was devastated when the news of a job offer that would take me to Bogotá, Colombia, to do journalism, brought me some hope. The job was not what I expected. I had a lot of pressure, and I was struggling. All of this in the middle of a new COVID wave in Bogotá, my new home. Or just 2.7% of Colombians have been vaccinated, while 6% have received one dose. I was locked home, but even though I was only going out of the house to go to work, COVID cases were reported among colleagues. We were all hunting for a vaccine after our shifts. Many were time-pressed and would look out for Janssen, 
so they could go straight back home on the next flight for a visit. While others were looking for any vaccine that would allow them into the European Union without trouble. Then, one Friday. Carolina, I've been told they're vaccinated with Moderna. They've run out of Janssen. You might be able to find Janssen someplace else, but it looks unlikely. I was thrilled. I went to the place my colleague had been, and I waited for over four hours. I had strong emotions. July 2020, and the wait was over. I had dreams of going to Glasgow to cover COP26, and most of all, to hug my parents without fear, again, and to visit them in Ecuador in a few months. A few weeks later, I was laid off. So my life changed. I would wait until Moderna's second dose in August. I had even planned to go to get the second dose with a friend because he was due at the same time as me. After that, I would go to a concert in September and then fly home to Ecuador. Looks like there are no vaccines. It seems there are no vaccines. I'm sorry. I had no idea. I just found out. Great. I was so frustrated with how incompetent leaders had been and how vaccine rollout was so bad in Latin America. Just as I left Ecuador in May this year, the vaccine rollout accelerated. From all the different brands, I had to get in the Moderna lot that never arrived in Colombia. I just wanted to wake up in my grandma's place in Quito and go to the beach with my parents. The frustrations of being born or residing in a place with no guarantee even as other countries were vaccinating the population, was very present. Nothing was under control in my life. I had to wait because there were no Moderna vaccines in Ecuador. I had to stay and wait in Colombia. The second dose was here in October. By then, I was happy to have been laid off. It had been a blessing in disguise for more journalism projects to come through. I went to the concert I had planned for. And while I had to hunt for the vaccine and race against time, I got a call a few days ago. Hello, Miss Carolina. We are calling to see if you've booked your Moderna second dose vaccine. Thank you for listening to Ochenta Stories. This story was written by Carolina Loza Leon. Carolina is an Ecuadorian journalist based between Ecuador and Colombia, covering foreign policy and human rights. She is part of the fifth cohort of Distintas Latitudes, a training fellowship for young journalists in Latin America and the Caribbean. Her work has appeared in news outlets such as Al Jazeera, Foreign Policy, Franz van Katr and the New Humanitarian, among others. 
The English and Spanish versions of this story were performed by Carolina Losa Leon. Additional voices by Juan Sebastián Barriga and Rodrigo Sedano in Spanish, by Clark Marchese and me, Luis López, in English, and by Lori Martínez in both versions. The sound design for this piece was by me, Luis López. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, in whatever language you choose. Follow us over at Ochenta Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram for updates. You can find transcripts and learn more about the project over at ochentastudio.com slash ochentastories. And before we go, a quick note. After 20 months, 26 languages, and nearly 80 shows traveling all over the world with your voices, next week will be our final episode. And this time, Ochenta Stories, the podcast, gets to tell its own story. Everyone involved in the production of this show will bid farewell to this project by remembering the episodes that especially moved us, the lessons we learned, and of course, what we would like to hear when this pandemic is over. Join us right here next week for this very special episode. Thank you for listening. Until next time. I'm Chiara Santella, and I'd like to recommend another podcast that we think you might like, Science in Times of Crisis, a show produced by the International Science Council and hosted by Holly Summers that explores the role of science and scientists in a world characterized by geopolitical instability. The five-episode series explores subjects such as conducting research in outer space and the Arctic, preserving knowledge in a war zone, and navigating the intricate world of science and diplomacy. Listen to Science in Times of Crisis on your favorite podcast app. Thanks!